Hello and thank you for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. Before we start the show tonight, we wanted to give everybody a word of warning that each episode produced by Movie Guys Podcast is for a mature audience. You have been warned. Also, all of our reviews are spoiler-filled, so if you have not seen the film that we're going to talk about tonight... Turn off the show and come back when you're ready to listen. Thank you so much for downloading, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. And tonight we have another double feature. We have Toy Story 4 and also Child's Play. We're going to be reviewing both movies individually, just like our last week's episode with Men in Black and Dark Phoenix. Make sure to check that out on our archives at MovieGuysPodcast.com. I am Jordan, and I'm joined here, like always, with Eric and Ed. Eric, how was Detroit today? Was it 90 degrees? It's hot, man. It's a real hot one here. By the way, I'm just going to go ahead and say I kind of like this two-movie format because there's going to be a lot of movies coming out here. And for us to just be like, hey, which one should you go see might be a, might be a summer flavor for you. might be a, something for everybody. Ed, how do you feel about it? I mean, Well, you know, I feel, I, I, I feel a little chopped. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> No, but I feel I listen. I agree. I 100 percent agree. Feel I mean, a little lost, maybe. Y- y- yes, yes. Um, you know, I I forked myself uh, a little earlier. So um, sorry, I didn't mean to go there. Sorry, that was that was. We love you. Three. You got a nice yeah. voice box, buddy. So. <laughs> well, I squeaked that one in there. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> run a, run I don't a, run a roll. I don't here, know. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um. So tonight, just like last week's episode, we're going to talk about two different movies here, Toy Story 4 and Child's Play 2019 remake, and both movies will have their own individual popcorn ratings. So this will be a nice episode here, and uh, I think we have a lot to discuss, but I want to talk about Toy Story 4 right off the bat. Um, The reason why I I want to talk about Toy Story 4 is why in the fuck do we have a Toy Story 4? That's my first question. Uh, Why not? For Tupac, this is for Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's are you not? You a did it. Jordan? You did it. You definitely did it. You got him. We're we've been on air for less than a minute, and you did it. All right, you everybody. Well, then moving on. We're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was so, gonna say the Will Smith movie. So one of the issues that I have about Toy Story Four, even being in existence, is just the fact that Toy Story. Three ended it. It was a trilogy in a way, right? It never was made to be a trilogy. I did a little research here, uh, going to the background of Toy Story, and Toy Story 2 was made to be released direct-to-video. It was never made to be released to theaters. They were never going to do a trilogy. But Disney thought it was good enough. They released it in theaters, and arguably Toy Story 2 is my favorite, and I think it's the best out of all four of them. So it's like the third one just had a nice little bow to it, right? The third movie ends with Andy saying, here, Bonnie, here's all my toys. I'm going to college to eat pussy. Wait, wait, wait. I, I, whoa, shift gears there. Whoa, I could have swore you said child's play. We're talking about that first. Sorry. No, I said. It doesn't toy matter. We'll, we'll do Toy Story. That's- We're doing Toy Story 4. That's what I said earlier. Toy Story 4 we're going to talk about. But. Oh, I thought you said child's. Oh, man. 
Well, I'm prepared to do a review here, boys. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they ended number three with such a nice little tight bow. So very nice. Hey, I'm going to college. Here's my toys. They're going to be happy with you. End of franchise. We're done. But no, they want to do a four. They say this is the end. I don't believe them. Do you guys, are you guys in the same boat with me on this? Because how three ended, it was just so tight. It was there a need to do a Toy Story four? Was there a need? You, me, me or you? Like, here, I'll take it. In the words say, of, rant, in the know. words of Mel Brooks' upcoming Spaceballs movie, Toy Story four was called should have been called the Quest for More Money. Now, I listen. I'm, I'm not getting into this part yet. But was this movie needed? Did this movie need to be made? Absolutely not. But did have they really needed to make seventy five percent of the films that have been out there? Really, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, this was one of those ones that, to me, sort of snuck up on me. I, I went into it thinking that obviously Pixar is the best when it comes to these kinds of stories, and I was pleasantly surprised. So, did it need to be made? No, but I'm not. I mean, I have nothing I can shit on about this movie at all. Okay, well, I'll give you my example for Eric of Sinister Rant. Um, I got to do it because it's not me, and it's not a movie guy show without I do it, right? I got to bring up an alien reference, right? Yeah, you got to do it every every goddamn time, don't you? Yeah. I said that Toy Story 3 ended with a tight bow. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere to really go in the story. Same as with Alien 3. Alien 3 ended in a tight bow. There's nowhere to go with the story. But in Alien 4, it's been 200 years, and they found her blood, and they cloned her eight times. And then in this movie, Toy Story 4, let's talk about Bo Peep, who I even fucking forgot existed. Let's, like, I mean, three. you know, it's like, okay, okay, so Toy Story 4 is 200 years later, and in a deleted scene of Alien 4, they said Walmart bought out Will and Yutani, and I don't, you see, it, it's crazy. Why are we doing this? And I know what, Ed, what you're saying, but from just the franchise standpoint, this franchise would be better as a trilogy. Did you guys see the, it was a meme that somebody posted uh, several dozen times. I mean, it's, it's, you know, plenty of other places. It was, it had a picture of all the movies that are playing right now. Toy Story, Godzilla, yeah. Child's Play. Like, what is this? The ni- Aladdin, what is this? The nineties? Yeah. Men in Black. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're at that, 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 that part where nostalgia is going to come back and sell like a motherfucker. That's it. Film has peaked with most of its creative ideas and there are just aren't a whole lot out there. And the ones that are really creative don't get any airtime. They just don't. People don't go see them. So why, I mean, you make those movies so that people like us can go watch them, but they're not profitable. And they know that these are the movies that they make so that, they can have the creative aspect of it at, at a later date. Well, it's it's less risk, you know, and for better mm-hmm. reward too. Um, and that's that's basically what it's all about. Yeah, it's about the money because they know they can get this cash, and you you know they already have something to base it off of. It's it's easy, and it, and it mm-hmm. kind of works for the, for the most part. I mean, we're doing two right now, two movies mm-hmm. uh, that are obviously both, uh, you know, nostalgia crafts. 
we have a, a reimagining of Child's Play, and then we have a unnecessary continuing of Toy Story 4, which, by the way, uh, Jordan, I am I am on your side. Like, I don't believe them okay. at all when they say this is the last the last one. This movie was unnecessary, uh, albeit enjoyable, just because, I mean, it's the bar that it set for itself it just keeps on going, and we'll get into to that a little bit later. But I, I feel that the way that they had set this up or ended Toy Story 4 makes it so you are primed for spinoffs. You are primed for mini this series or a little over here series. And when you have the launch now of this whole Disney streaming network that's going to happen too, I would not be surprised if you get little specials from from just little clumps of toys, of, of Bonnie's toys, or especially Forky or whatever the hell that thing's now. Spork, you know. Um, you know, this is this is way that it's up because now you don't have the obligation for Woody. So that's Tom Hanks. That's a big paycheck that's been cut mm -hmm. out. Uh, um, you could probably just do bullshit with. I mean, Tim Allen's probably not as big as a paycheck, right? I mean, <laughs> no, no, Tim Allen's not a big. And the funny thing, it's kind of full circle, man, because Tim Allen was not a big paycheck in 1995 when they did the first Toast Story either. Because he just got out of jail. No, yeah, I he guess was, you could say no. it was uh, for better or for worse for him, huh? Right. Uh, see what I did there? Yeah. Um, well, he, he, ironically, he's the last man standing in the Toy Story franchise. There we go. So how do we feel about uh, uh, Sporky here? Eric, Eric, what do you feel about this character? Sporky, right? Sporky? Sporky. I, okay, Sporky. so oh, overall, uh, if I'm just going to give a kind of everything – with the introduction of these new characters, because you had not only him, but you had uh, uh, Ducky and, uh, and and whatever the hell that other one was. I don't, damn it, I don't, I don't have my, my sheet up here right now. Uh, but you have an introduction of a few new characters. And what I, and Gabby, too, played by Christina Hendricks, um, who is not really the enemy. I think this is unique because this movie had what you thought was a, a bad guy, but then turns out to be something else. Like, it... You know, it's more, a very adult theme kind of thing, and it works for both levels because a child seeing this sees toys and they see conflict and they see a resolution. And they can learn from that too, and in whatever way that they do that. But like Woody being holding on to something and resisting the change, like there's a lot of good overtones in this movie that that really set a good mood. And I think Sporky or whatever that thing's name was, is it Sporky? It's Forky. Fork Forky. Forky. Bless you. And I think that his part, uh, part Porky, in in this movie, this his part in this movie was to just help translate the growth. I think he did a good good job. I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't annoying to me. It wasn't he didn't Jar Jar Binks it, you know, because the camera. Tony Hale is nervous. fantastic. Tony Hale is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, Eric. I, Eric, you're right. I was nervous. I was nervous when I first saw the trailer and you got introduced to Forky. I was like, oh, so he's like Jar Jar. This is gonna be great. Yeah, I think it. I think it worked for what they were trying to do. I I think that actually it worked. I I have to say, and I know that we'll talk about this, but this movie looked fantastic. I saw it in theaters. I saw it yeah. in the Emax, big old brand new theater type of thing. I was lucky; didn't even know it existed. Uh, they just built it in, the, in our theater over here. But it, it was, was like photogenic. Like it looked um. Amazing! It was. You know, I'm so amazing about this too. I went back and I watched the first oh, Toy Story yeah. movie. Yeah. Classic. You're right about the effects because 
they barely showed humans in that besides Sid because they they couldn't figure it out yet. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the animation was good in 95. It was amazing. But you compare 95 till now and just just beautiful the way the movie looks. 100%. But... Oh, shit. I forgot uh, to put on my, my sheriff badge before we started. Oh, nope, there you go. Because I, I, I went into theater. Although this is going to look kind of like a... Uh, is this like a Holocaust thing? Uh, well... No, no, no. Uh, it's not going to be on your shoulder. It'll be on your shoulder. I feel like now that I said it, I, I feel like uh, we can't unsee it now. Well, nope. e either way, uh, let's just pass over this real quick. Oh, wait. I didn't mean to oh, do that either. No, no, no. Wow. That was unintentional. Okay. <laughs> please save me. Go. You really, um, really sniffed okay. yourself. So, so one of the things is I want to know about – I asked the question. I guess I'll ask Ed this question. Uh, we already established was this, was this movie necessary to be made, blah, blah, blah. But is this story about Woody, Ed, it's not the whole story, but just the cliff note version of it. Is this story of Woody trying to find and rescue Bo Peep something that you wanted or did you want something for a grander scale in Toy Story 4? Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. I didn't know what I wanted. I yeah. honestly, I mean, go, going into, go, when I heard that they were going to uh, do Toy Story 4, I had said the same things y'all had said. I have no idea where they can go with this because, yeah, they wrapped it up. It's like, what now? It's like they, they, they all get lost again, and then I seen the, the, the advertisements for Forky, and I'm like, all right, so they get lost. They get blown out an RV. Like, I have no idea. I mean, I knew this was going to be like a rescue story, but I figured, okay, what, you know, are we going to have all the toys now go rescue some freaking fork? The trash aspect of it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, that was cute. Uh, I mean, to answer the question directly, I, I mean, I no, it's not what I expected, but it's not – I didn't know what to expect either. Well, because because Eric said it earlier too, is that almost actually no, not almost all the movies had a bad guy. First movie had Sid, second second movie had the Collector, third movie had uh, the Bear. Who is the big bad in this movie? Well, There's the, not. The, the doll. The, I would the, say the Gabby. Girl doll. I, Gabby. I would say I would say Gabby, but at the same part, she like, doesn't compare. She does not compare. No, she does, she's not a bad guy throughout the whole throughout the whole darn thing either. I mean, she's the bad guy in th you know for half the movie. Yeah, which well, is yeah. why this is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they took too long to get to the point. They did, but well, you had to build, build the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had yes. I you see. No, those dummies, by the way, were had some good. There were some good scares in this movie. <laughs> Okay, in, so in a theater like that, like it was, Peele, it was good. And Kay and Peel were fantastic. Oh yeah, that was that was good too. They got they got that Disney check, and so you know they were mm -hmm. doing that down. Nope, nope. Question the, the for both of you guys. First time they've been together in years, by the way, was in this movie. First time together. Um, yeah. Question for both of you guys. Same question, Eric. I'll go with you first. Out of all the villains in the Toy Story movie, which one is your, or maybe not your favorite, but which one's the best, and which one is the worst? Uh, Sid, Collector, Lotso. Well, wasn't there, uh, not just from the Collector, but wasn't it the, uh, who's Buzz Lightyear's uh, nemesis? Like the Zorg. Oh, the Darth Vader thing. Yeah, Zorg. Yeah. Zerg. Zerg. Zerg, yeah. Uh, he, he was, that was really fun, too. I like the way that that ended. Um, that was cute. Uh, out of all of them, like, oh, man, uh, that, that bear was a son of a bitch, man. 
Yeah, like, Lotso was a motherfucker. Yeah, like you he know won. what I mean. There, there are few, there are few characters in children's movies that you, or even just all movies, but seem to in children's movies even more that like really. One that comes to mind is that purple goddamn kangaroo in Horton Hears a Who. Oh man, <laughs> that oh my god, you know, or Marsha Gay Harden in uh, The Mist. You know what I mean? Kind of those those characters who just or Joffrey. If you want to go Game of Thrones, I know oh, you're not oh, with yes. it, Jordan. But you know, a character that just just like oh man, I just want to. You really like feel this this the hate for this character. Yeah. Um, so that'd be probably probably that bear. Sid was just one of those where you know he's destructive, you know, and so he's just a cool character. And also, I mean, come on, like those contraptions, that erector set baby's head thing was like iconic. That's yeah, that's no, just yeah. as iconic, I think, as, as all the other ones. Right. Oh, all right. Uh, before we get into Ed's question, uh, again, me doing research on this, go back, guys, and watch Toy Story three because the beginning of Toy Story three. When she throws the toys away, you will see a garbage truck with garbage men, and there is a garbage guy listening to rock music wearing a skull T-shirt. That is adult Sid. That's awesome. The, the way Just that Pixar so you know. does their 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 crossovers is so cool. Oh, and there's so many crossovers in this one. I there's already a YouTube video that's 15 to 20 minutes long about all the things that they picked up. So we probably didn't even catch them all. Yeah. All right, Ed, same question, buddy. Do you have a favorite villain in these Toy Story movies or I mean, least favorite? Well, Sid is probably the most iconic. But, you know, as I said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt Eric when he said, but Lotso, Lotso won. They were, like, going in town into the incinerator, and they're like, okay, that's it. We're dying. Like, that's – I was a grown man, and I almost cried watching these toys that I was 10 years old oh, watching the first time around. <laughs> I, like that's it we're dying we're holding hands and you know and so he won um and ned Beatty was fantastic as lotso mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean he wins to say there was a least favorite uh, no because even gabby in this movie was doing it for a purpose she didn't she wasn't evil because she wanted to be evil she was evil because she wanted she wanted a voice box so that she could fulfill what she believed to be her destiny was because everybody wants a kid. All the toys, they all want kids. They've given up hope. <clears throat> so this movie to me isn't, is more about don't ever give up hope if you're a kid, you know, okay. it's, so the other ones were more like be friends. We, we don't be, we belong together. You've got a friend in you me. Got like, a friend. It, yeah. Randy Newman is a fantastic songwriter, by the way. And I love the fact that they had the song again in this movie. But, you know, this was more of an individual redemption for everybody. Everybody belongs to somebody. And because Woody had spent so much time trying to be there for Bonnie and Bonnie didn't want him anymore, he was a lost toy. And he didn't know what to do. He kept trying to be there for Bonnie. So he used that, that manifest itself in finding Forky for her. And then he finds the one thing that was most important to him in the first one, which was Bo Peep. And they belong together. So now that gets to the point to our almost popcorn rating of this. There was a, there was a thing that came out a few months ago. So the trailer came out, the teaser trailer, and then the same day Tim Allen and Tom Hanks were being interviewed and they both said the ending is so sad we couldn't even finish it. That was a direct quote because they were crying and it was sad and blah, blah, blah. 
I'd imagine for those two as actors, sorry to mm -hmm. cut you, but you know, like the they ending. are saying bye to each other. Sure, but okay, now this is my point. The ending of three was sad. The kid that we've been following for the past three movies is now going to college and he is giving his toys to a new generation. That is sad. That made us all cry. That made us all feel something. Right? We were all going through it at the same time. Us. Well, because everyone, <laughs> every, everyone, you know, we all had a childhood, so we can relate to, you know, having right? toys and, and these toys. I think three, you said goodbye to the characters, but in four, you said goodbye to a few of the actors. I'm trying to get at the point that they said that this ending was so sad, and I'm going to say fuck that because all that happened was Woody saying, I'm going to stay with Bo Peep at the carnival. See you later. Yeah, that's super sad. That's what not super sad compared to the third one. Well, I mean, it's it, it's it's don't, don't you judge someone else's tears. It's okay. So, from somebody that had grown up with Toy Story, you know, when he gives two or story. When did three come out? What what, what year did two thousand twelve? All right. So I was I was in college. I graduated from college. Excuse me. When the first movie came out, I was eight. Yeah. So I mean, there was I, I I remember being a kid and having all these toys, at, you know. So being you know having been twenty four, twenty five when the when the second one came out, uh, I I mean I remember feeling sadder because it was a nostalgia thing. This movie, as an adult watching it, like saying goodbye to a friend that you know he's doing the best for himself. Like now at in our thirties, how many times do we see friends get a new job? across the country and you're like bro i love you man like i'm gonna miss the hell out of you like that it's the same thing like toy story was built for people our age and we've just continued with it so it's an equal level of sadness for whatever it is we are going through at that particular time that's a valid point eric you have everything on to say to that one there that was a valid point I mean, Toy Story, Pixar knows what's up. They've always been good to, to hit the heartstrings, and they did it with this movie too. But I think just how unnecessary this uh, this movie was in the in the sequence of things, um, I I think that's why it's just like kind of a DVD for me, guys. Yeah. So let's get into it here real quick. Ed, what is going to be your popcorn rating for Toy Story Four? Uh, it's going to be a medium bag. Um, I mean. Tony Hale's fantastic, but we really, it's literally the movie is Tony Hale and Tom Hanks the entire fucking time. There's all these other great actors. And my Keanu. favorite, well, yeah, my favorite part was A, you got Keanu in there, who's like the number one, you know, fucking internet thing of all time right now. But you've got the old actors, Carl Reiner and Carol Burnett and, uh, and uh, oh God, what the hell's his name? Uh, Mel Brooks. Yeah, They're all in the movie. They're the old toys in the closet. And you've got Carl Rhinoceros, Rhinoceros, Cheryl Burnett is the name of the character. Um, Mel, I forget what Mel Brooks's name is. Uh, Meliphant Brooks, he's the elephant. Fucking like awesome. those are their names of the character. So it's beautifully done. That's my favorite scene. But, you know, again, it's unnecessary. We didn't need it. I... I wasn't as in love with it as I was one, two, and three, so medium bag. All right, Eric, what is your popcorn rating for Toy Story 4? It's just kind of a tough thing. I, I guess I'll have to, to, to say medium bag, too, just because, listen, I enjoyed the movie. I really did, but I, just, I, I didn't ask for it. Um, it's cool. I guess if an, another show or something comes out, I probably would see it. Just, it's, you know, it can only take too much, or so much Toy Story at a time. 
Uh, it's it's fine. Just plain medium big. I don't need any of that extra stuff on it. Uh, it's just a fine movie. I again, I really would kind of wait for DVD on this one. I don't think it's worth anything else. Like I didn't, you know. That's that's I'm done. I'm not gonna repeat yeah. myself again. Yeah, I mean, uh, I it's it's unanimous across the board here. The movie guys are gonna get Toy Story for a medium bag. All three of us. Uh, it's fine. Um, it's cool that they have another one out. Uh, I have made a comment, multiple comments, that this movie wasn't un unnecessary, but doesn't mean the movie wasn't good. Eric, you said it that the visual effects were just beautiful. It was photogenic. So it looked full photorealistic. Sorry, it just. Everything about it was fun. It was good. And what makes me happy, though, is if they do a Toy Story 5, I know we're in good hands. Because they've done this four times now. Name me one movie franchise where all four were damn near perfect films. Oh. Really think about that for a second. Did, and it's, and it's not literally... No, Star no. Wars? No, I no. I said four. Like I said that. four films, and you yeah, got. Yeah, and okay. A New Hope, uh, Empire, Jedi, and uh, 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 fucking uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith was good. Revenge of the Sith was real fucking good. No, um, no, no. Now you're Force just thinking. Now you're just thinking well, no, okay, fine. Three, one, four. Fine. Fucking four, five, six, and seven. Moving on. We're, we're just, just don't press it. Just move on. Moving on. All Same. right. So part two of our conversation. Indiana Jones. All Indiana Jones. Great. Fuck you, Fantastic. Crystal Except Skull. Except for Crystal Skull. Except for Crystal Skull. I said four. That's a four. Because Shia, Shia LaBeouf is real, literally the worst actor in the history of acting, regardless of what anybody says. He's not. He's so absolutely the you. worst actor in the history of acting. Got it. Shia LaBeouf the is not. The answer before time, everyone. We got an answer. Move on. There we go. All right. Oh, so. Go. It's like eight. There's like eight or nine of them right now. But go ahead. Now we come to part two of our review: the 2019 minus Don Mancini Child's Play remake. I'm going to talk a lot about this one. I was geeked, excited as fuck because this movie has been promised for years, and it's finally fucking here. I was excited. Were either of you guys excited at all like I was or any nope. anything at all? Not, excited no one is excited nope. like you nope. are. Nope. <laughs> Nobody was excited. Really? Well, excited no, I, I mean, it was, I mean, I like it. yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I'm, it was going to be a good watch. I'm I do like Child's Play. I like Chucky. But, I mean, I know that you're, you're probably skipping in that theater. Oh yeah, I was I was skipping uh, because I was excited to see what they were going to do with it. Because initially, the director came out and said this movie's different. It's not a possession. It's just a fucked up toy computer chip issue. And and and, and, and right there, it pissed me off. It's like, well, Child's Play is all about possession. It's like Freddy without the claws. It's like Michael without the butcher knife. It's like Jason without the hockey mask. That's what this is about. That's the whole fucking point. Mm -hmm. So I was pissed off. But um, once the movie started to go, I was like, oh, this is great. This is different. And my view of it completely changed because they're giving us something different. And I'll shut up here in a second. Psycho. We all love the original Psycho, right? 
They literally made that shot for shot in 98 with Vince Vaughn as Norman Bates. It's the same movie, yeah. right? Yep. Oh, yeah. And Julian. They, yeah. they did nothing new to the material. If anything, they did something new to the material. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think of this new change? Well, I'll take it. I mean, I'll take the first shot at this one. So, yes, Jordan, everything you said. I mean, child's play isn't necessarily about Chucky and who he kills on the way to do what he does. It's about Charles Lee Ray, you know, using Satan, satanic magic. Voodoo. To, yeah, well, voodoo to possess a doll. And then, you know, he goes about basically redeeming himself through killing other people. And then he goes back to his girlfriend over the course of the storyline. So, yeah, I, I was equally as upset when I heard about it. And the first five minutes of the movie, when you get the Taiwanese or Chinese, whoever it is, when he's getting yelled at at his boss or yelled at by his boss, and he gives that evil smirk, like, you know, uh, and he starts to type away. And everything's in, in, is in whatever language that is, except, you know, violence level, max, um, you know, unlock safety protocols like those kinds of things that's absolutely retarded and i'm like all right what are we getting ourselves into uh this is movie is going to be absolutely terrible but then you start to go along and they're prepping you that like listen this is going to be about protecting the love of the doll for ironically andy and you know i think you know i think they did that on purpose i would almost bet that they did that on purpose um but you know i, I as the movie was going on, I kept thinking, this is really good. They had great kills, fantastic kills in this movie. Not enough. And, yeah, and I, my my hatred of the first five minutes went away <laughs> very, very quickly. Um, you know, and I'll get into the in-depth a little bit later, but the only thing that I have to say negative about this movie at all outside of the first five minutes was that they took that turn from making Chucky – the the anti-villain slash hero of the movie to being the villain just like that and it was it was real fucking quick it was a it was a fucking it was a hard left turn real fucking quick so eric how about you man i mean it's kind of the same question i mean like when you when you first saw them uh because going into this you know it's about possession charles e ray this movie says fuck that that's not gonna happen i mean like were, were you were you excited to see what they're gonna do with this at all I don't like. I was going into this thinking it was going to be another reimagining, like that. That seems to be so popular right now, whether it be like a Pet Cemetery or like the Halloweens that we've seen uh, in years past. Um, just kind of, you know, hey, you're familiar with this character. Here's a new writer, or a new director, new writer, and we're just going to put what I want on it. You know how I want this movie to happen. Listen, um, let me ask you guys a question then. If I were to uh, just real quick, I don't think I want to dig in too deep because we're I think we're about to uh, get a little bit more. If I were to say that this Child's Play 2019 is that of two Evil Dead Two, would you say it with me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm. You know how how there's they made Evil Dead uh, when Sam did Evil Dead, and then they made Evil Dead Two, which was basically the kills were there. But the the gags took over, mm -hmm. you know. The comedy mm -hmm. took over, and it didn't it didn't go serious, scary. It went like, I you know I, I kind of had the same amount of fun I did with this movie as I did during uh, the first Happy Death Death Day. 
Yes. Yes. Thank you. Happy death day. You see, one of the things I love to talk about in our shows is my wife because she's just your normal movie going audience. And I was like, Hey, you want to watch child's play night? Want to go to the theater? I mean, no, no. It was kind of like date night. Let's go back to college days. Scary movie date night. Yeah. Yeah. So she finally went and halfway through the movie, I'm watching her and she's like, not asleep. She's into it. And I'm like, Chucky, the new child's play is keeping her into this. There's some weight to this shit. The funny thing is the first kill technical kill is the cheating boyfriend guy with the Christmas lights. Don't happen until the 40 minute mark. Yeah. So what's that say about this movie? That's a horror slasher movie. It takes 40 minutes for the first kill. And I'm not bored. Hour and a right. half movie, by the way. Huh? A 90-minute movie. Yeah, 90-minute movie, hour mm-hmm. and a half, perfect. Not the first kill into the, about the 35, 40-minute mark. Mm-hmm. I'm not bored. Right? You guys are not bored. I'm intrigued. I did not need a killer doll in this. I mean, this movie could have been a you guy a, who missed a cute his doll instead. Yeah, so let's talk about that since you brought that up. Eric, I'll ask you first. Chucky from 1988 to Chucky in 2019. They're totally different looking dolls. Do you prefer one over the other, or how is this one compared to you and the way they look? Are you asking like which one I would rather have kill me? Like I think the 80s version is pretty just like, oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. Whereas this one is just like, oh, how could you do that? You betray me. You look so cute, you know? <laughs> like I, I think it would be like, uh, uh, what's it? Remember that doll when we were kids? My buddy? My body. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it'd be like if, if actually, or like, or, yeah. I'd, or I'd, later I'd, on at the end when they had Teddy Ruxpin murder you. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have a demon possessed uh, or whatever the hell kill me rather than a, a cutesy functioning uh, fucking Furby. So. What about you, Ed? Which one do you like the most from the original to the I, from, uh, 100% the original. I mean, this this doll, they had to sort of make it look different. It, it wasn't cute at all. It made it, it was like it was ugly. It was. It was. It was like it just the doll look of the doll never did it for me. All right. Well then, um, I gotta ask the question. So I'll go with you, Ed. Now, since you sent you know since you're the man on this, Luke Skywalker as the voice of Chucky is he a Brad Dorf? How did he do? Was so, it good? Okay. So you have to understand that Mark Hamill since Star Wars has been making his living off of voice acting. I'm I'm fully aware. Uh, yeah, and I know you're aware, but like, there's going to be you, you. don't recognize that this is Luke Skywalker. You recognize this as the Joker. Oh yeah. From sure. this, I, I don't hear Luke Skywalker. I hear the Joker in this. So yeah, I mean, it's fully recognizable because they're totally different worlds. Um, it's hard to do what he did because he had to be robotic. Um, that he had to have no emotion in his acting and acting is all emotion. So to take all emotion out as an actor is extremely difficult. So I, I, I give him full credit for that, but Brad Dorff, Chucky is, that's it. I mean, that's the voice. It's what I think of when I still to this day, when I hear his voice, I keep waiting for him to stab me. Eric, how about you? What do you feel about that? I, I, Actually, pretty much nailed the head. It, it it nails it because it, it makes it's another thing that makes this Chucky different. It's another thing that makes this 
a bit more more chilling just because it's it's rogue you know mm-hmm. uh, uh and it seems like it, it doesn't know emotion can't register where it, the the old chucky like it, it was bloodthirsty it was out for vengeance you knew like it's, it's like oh shit this thing is a threat coming at me whereas there's this one it's it's deceitful like it's a i i enjoyed this one a lot it's it made it its own it made it different you know what i mean the- like and just like I, I can't agree with that enough, it worked. Like it, it really did. The perfect difference I think that we can sort of create here is that Brad Dorif, Charles Lee, Ray, excuse me, Charles Lee Ray, did what he did to get back at people and to get from point A to point B. This Chucky, because he tell they tell you right at the beginning, the buddy doll is there. Once he's imprinted on you, that's it. He's your buddy for life. And he did what he did to protect Andy throughout the whole movie until, like, the whole robot's taken over. To, you know, the only way to save humanity is to kill them kind of thing. Yeah. So that's why the robotic version of Chucky's voice and Mark Hamill is great. But it's – it's it's they're totally, they're totally different worlds. It's, it's, they're totally different characters. Well, going, on, going off of that, this, this movie did end quite suddenly, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, like, that's one of the complaints. We'll go to that right now. I was saying that to my wife when we were watching this. I was like, oh, it's over with. I was expecting more of a little bit of an epic battle, just a little bit more. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it was it was only a five-minute battle, less, three, five-minute battle. I was kind of expecting a little bit more. I was expecting Andy to get a little bit more of a punishment on him more, you know, body punishment, like great, you know, cuts, scrapes, bruises more. One thing uh, they never did was hurt a kid in this whole movie. Yeah, which, which is, they, which which is kind of it's important. It's important. You can't hurt a kid in a movie. It's just you can't do it. It's well, hard now to watch. It's now, hard to watch. Well, let's let's talk about this real quick. One of the big differences in this remake is in the original movie. It was all adults and Andy. Andy was the only kid in the original movie. So when the killing started to happen, everybody suspected it was Andy. Hell, in the middle of the movie, he was in a mental institution. Yeah, it's fucked up. Well, the cop thinks it's Andy. The cop thinks it's Andy in this movie who, after he kills, his mom dies, and then they find the, the skull and the present that he gave. True, true. But my point is that is that now he has his losers club. He has his it club you get what i'm referencing here he has other kids with him that knows what's going on what would the original child's play and this remake be better if there was no actual killer doll and it was just a psychotic kid that's my question it would change the whole motif of the Mm -hmm. movie Mm -hmm. I'm just asking. I, I mean, because because in the first movie, Andy's the only kid. In this movie, he has his losers club. I mean, did we need the losers club? Because this is the B version of the losers club in the remake of it, right, guys? I mean, these kids are great. They're fun. You know, like you know, like you know, like the fat friend when they're watching uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre two. I came, pointed that movie out. They came to to fucking play though. Out of they did a good job, but they're not the it kids, you know. I want to know is who's teaching these kids to use sharp steak knives and kitchen knives to make peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So you know what? So let's 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 talk about some gripes real quick. Okay. The guy in some Asian country uh, 
takes all the safety protocol uh, safety mechanisms off of the chip of this doll and jumps out a window and kills himself. So the safety protocols are gone. It's just the safety protocols are gone. So now my question is, Chucky's kind of fucked up a little bit at the beginning when he imprints on him and he's trying to learn and all this stuff and he's innocent. But then they're making the peanut butter sandwich or whatever and the mom or Andy or somebody stabs the board <laughs> and, and, and Chucky goes like this. Yeah. And then, and then and all of a sudden that just makes Chucky go, Oh, I'm going to do that to a person. Like, like that stuff doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't need to, it yeah. doesn't need to Jordan yeah, for this movie. Point. All right, fine. Fair enough. But no, it- I, 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 yeah, there's a lot of, you know what I mean? of, of plot points that are just kind of like, yeah, let's just move this, move this along. I was talking to my brother about it. I have to tell you guys this. If you guys want to see a great reference of this, check out an old Treehouse of Horrors Simpsons episode. It's called Clown Without Pity. Yep. It is It is a killer Krusty the Clown doll. And at the end of the episode, uh, the maintenance guy comes and picks him up and says, oh, here's your problem. Oh, Somebody's your problem set right this, there. Somebody set this from evil to, uh, from good to evil. Here you go. He's good now. I mean, that's what this could have happened with. Um, <laughs> I never want another Alexa device again because that's pretty much what this is. Isn't this Bro, creepy, by the way? I was going to say the same thing. I made the same comment to my girlfriend as we're sitting there watching the movie. Jordan needs to get all of the Alexa and Google Home shit out of his house because this is what happens when you tie everything to the fucking internet, dude. Dude, this thing is scary. I mean, literally think about this. I mean, just the way that this new Chucky doll is, he's connected to your entire house. That's how he's presented, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like like when Andy's sleeping and he rolls over and there's Chucky just staring at him. Like, what the fucking fuck? And he's got the Iron Man thing. He's got... Uh, right? <laughs> he's, I mean, Iron, he's Iron Man, it. I don't I want... I... I like the tablets in my house. I like the Alexa speaker echo in my house. I don't want, shut up, Alexa. <laughs> I don't want to open the door and this thing that's like kind of my child, but also not my child, looks at me and goes, hi, Jordan, how are you? I ordered you food today. It's like, what the fuck? That's crazy. That's creepy. I'm scared. First kill on the top of the roof, cheating boyfriend, fucking knees break. Oh, my shins break. Oh, great fucking kill. Oh, great kill. Great kill. Great, great fucking kill, dude. I'm like, his shins just split, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right? And then, of course, uh, Chucky got the lawnmower or whatever the fuck that thing was. And I was like, oh, how is he going to do it? Head first or feet first? Because head first, it's going to hurt, but he'll die quick. Feet first, chop off the dick. Please head first. That's what I was hoping yep, yep. for. That's what you got. That's what you got. Always get killed head first. You want the dick chopped off. Yeah. That's why they always do that the opposite way in James Bond. Yeah. So then the second kill was was the detective's mom. Am I correct? No. The second kill was the creepy security guy, right? Hey, um, are you counting kills? Yeah. Because I, there's only like four kills in this movie. Yeah, I guess you're right then. Then yes. I think. Well, the 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 lady down the street. What number was she? Or down Jack, the, down I'm the about the Jack Black looking guy, right? Yes. Lady down the street. Not down the street. Down the hall. 
Oh no, that's in, third in the in the in, in the Uber, the uh, unmanned yeah. Uber. First kill was the cheating boyfriend. Mm -hmm. The second kill, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't that the security camera maintenance guy that yeah. rebuilt Chucky, right? Another great kill. That he, kill he, was great. Yeah, he does. Like he, I don't know how Chucky knows to turn on saws, but like he does, <laughs> and he turned on the saw, and the guy, he, like he, he chased the guy onto the table saw. Which, why would you jump onto a table saw? And then turned on all the hot water so the guy's hands burnt. And then he falls onto the saw, which is onto great. Onto his dick! Yes. Yep. You've seen his balls fly out. Yeah. Now, the, the most brutal kill, I thought, was the third kill with the detective's mom in the Uber kind of car. Mm -hmm. By the way, are we in 2019, guys, or are we in the future? Because this is a self-driving car. Those exist. Yeah, they have, yeah, that, but. That, those, those exist. This, Uber uh, is doing that right now in Pit, in Pittsburgh. They have Volvos they're building to be self-driving Ubers. I mean, the doll uh -huh. is AI, man. So, like, you know, throw some forgivability here. Okay, fine. And then we get into the, I'm just going to say the Kmart, because that's pretty much what this is. This is an old school Kmart, which his mom is. The chick from Parks and Aubrey Rec Plaza. who yeah. dated Chris. Oh yeah, baby, one of my favorite favorite actresses. She's not perfect. only not only is she hot and she's fun as an actress too, as a person, but too young to be a mom yet. <laughs> they made the no. joke. They made the joke. They made the joke. Um, the detective asked her about that in the middle of the scene where they introduced a detective, and she goes, "My sweet sixteen was very productive." Mm. Yep. That's, okay. That seems to be uh, a, a lot of the mm -hmm. now, but I mean it works. Math works. Yep. So then, so then the epic battle at the end is that uh, AI Chucky, uh, Terminator Chucky, essentially programs all the Buddy Two dolls, and they start murdering people. And, the, and Chucky, I fucking Gina made a comment too. My wife made a comment uh, when she said, "Oh, that's cool. They put fucking." Uh, um, on the drones like that's awesome great idea great kill well, you know we, right. we skipped over one quick reference to where they tried to name the chucky doll han, han solo. solo yeah and that's cute. yeah, that's yeah. Cute. yes and, and chucky says no chucky yeah which which by the way why would he call himself chucky all the guy did in asia was just take the safety protocol out bro you already, you already know why i named it chucky just because yeah because of the movie i know yeah. but fuck so I mean, come on! I mean, all they did was take the safety protocol. So I mean, so, I mean, somewhere I it, it helped with the theme of the movie. Just to have, just to let you know that hey, don't take this so seriously. Like you know, we're we're about to have a good time. Chill out. So that that's just I had a good fucking time. This movie was fun. I liked it. It was mm -hmm. refreshing. This is one of the greatest, uh, one of the best remakes I have seen, and and I'm a big Friday the Thirteenth fan. And the 2009, which was ten year. Oh my god. It was 10 years ago I saw that in theaters. There you go. Let's oh, say... fuck. Okay. There's a kid playing Major League <laughs> Baseball right now who was born in 2000. I'm good. I'm good. Hold on. I'm, I'm good. Ooh. That was my first date with my wife, by the way, was in the in the Friday 13th. Okay, I'm good. Um, wow. Oh. All right. Find your center. Um, yeah, I'm trying to. It's just fuck. 
So, um, yeah, the ending was not climatic at all. Uh, the the CG wasn't terrible. Like, I was kind of nervous about how the CG was. At the end, though, they had Chucky do, like, this this Matrix leap at him, which looks kind of shitty. But other than that, it was it was fine. It was a fine CG, right? It was fine. Now, my, yeah, sure. my, my question was, uh, before we give our Parker ratings, Chucky, the dolls in this movie wasn't all CG, right? There's actually was some real animatronics, from what I could tell. Okay. I honestly don't know. Because it looked like it, and if it wasn't, then Toy Story 4 has no CG compared to this movie. I'm just <laughs> curious. I'm sure there were some puppets that were, they were used. I'm just, I was just curious. There had, there had all right, some Ed. Puppets. Let's get into your popcorn rating for the 2019 Child's Play remake. What would you give it? So... If you if you pretend that the original never happened, um, I, I you'd have to give this movie a, a no backs for me. But taking it from what it was as a reboot using modern technologies, I actually sort of felt for the Chucky doll up until he got to the point to where he realized he was no longer loved. So, I mean, I'm going to give this movie a small bag. Um, I felt like it was well acted in it, and I liked the fact that it was new and refreshing to a certain degree. And, yeah, Jordan, get the fucking Google Home shit out of your fucking house because that's how this shit starts, and it's how Battlestar Galactica happens, and you need to get rid of that shit right now. So not only... Not not only do I reference Alien every episode, but Ed also referenced Battlestar Galactica every episode. Congratulations. Frack, yeah, I do, because it is fracking great. Anyway, um, yeah, small bag, a uh, little extra butter, a little extra salt, but, uh, you know, it's it, it, the movie. It, yeah, it, it, it took a real hard turn real quick from being the anti-villain villain to murdering literally the entire town. All right, Eric. What's your popcorn rating for Child's Play 2019 remake? I had a lot more fun with this, um, and, I, and I don't know why. I think it was just because I was in the right mood. I had the right crowd. Um, it was just uh, it was just fun for me. Hour and a half, uh, short and sweet. That that definitely helps out, too. Uh, Ari Plaza is easy to look at in the eyes. I, I just like the tone of the movie, man. I think it, it did pretty well. Uh, it did better than Annabelle Comes Home. I mean, anything would. <laughs> I mean, don't, I like James Wan, but even though this, the, uh, I don't think this was James Wan. He's doing uh, DC stuff now, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh, I I just I just liked the way that they were just going with this movie. I, I was pleasantly surprised. I don't know how they would do a sequel, but I'd I'd be down to watch one if they if they had it. Like I said, I I could just compare this to uh, Evil Dead too, where they just took something and you you had a kind of like almost like a fan make this movie in the way they wanted to, you know? Like, they yeah. probably just, someone who watched all these movies throughout their life and was just like, you know what, I want to make this little spin and do it this way. But guys, it, it worked. I, I, I Medium Bab, with all, the, with all the popcorn and stuff like that, I don't give it a large break because um, I think they could have done a little bit more to set up for future endeavors, and I wanted a little bit more kills. Kills were great, though. Uh, that cat scene was a little fucked up, uh, mm -hmm. but this is for Tupac. That's it. <laughs> I'm going to give Child's Play 2019 a large bag um, simply because of the fact that this was this is the first time in a long time where I actually felt that they did a horror remake 
the right way. I mean, they didn't tell the same fucking story, uh, which I was expecting. Uh, they did something new to it, and they did it in a good way. I, I mean, like those kids were not the it kids, the loser club kids, but they were they were B level. They were good kids in this movie. They were really good actors, and I enjoyed it. Um, I really. I, I was not sold on the movie until I heard that Mark Hamill was going to be the voice of Chucky. Once I heard that he was the voice of Chucky, I, I mean, right there, boys, front row, give me the fucking front seat because he's going to do something. He's going to give me something. When I have Mark Hamill as the voice of X, I know he's going to give me something I'm going to be entertained with. So I was intrigued in that. Um, I love look a little bit different than the original. Uh, I, I, made it modern because everybody's homes are smart homes you know so Not i like how guys. they put that twist this guys refuse it refuse yeah. it yeah i'm not doing it either i mean all right well my home's all decked out in smart home hey alexa so all right well when your zumba over. runs over your freaking dog and kills you just remember that are you talking about vacuum cleaner robot that's amazing fuck you sir that's what they said about the T3. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> He's got a point. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Skynet's real. So, uh, thank you so much, for every, uh, everybody, for listening to this most recent episode of Movie Guys podcast. Next week, however, during the 4th of July week holiday here, we will not be coming back at you with two movies. Just one, Spider-Man Far From Home. The last movie in the Phase 3 MCU. Curious to see what they're going to do. Fan prediction. Mysterio's a bad guy. I'm just saying. Yeah, you've been saying that for a while. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just saying because the trailers are saying, hey, I'm Mysterio, Spider-Man. I'm cool. And it's like, but no, you're kind of the villain. Yeah. If they make Mysterio a good guy, I'm going there's, to. There's a lot of good predictions out there, and we'll have to wait I'm gonna ship. to yep. see. Uh, the movie. Uh, the, the, yeah, Jordan, you are you are forever cut off from Marvel and Star Wars predictions. Just throwing that out there. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do what I want. Fuck it. Obviously, we're used um, to that by now. <laughs> clearly, yeah. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this most recent episode. Make sure to check us out at MovieGuysPodcast.com, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, on Spotify, and also at MovieGuysPodcast.com. You can listen to this episode and many others. Just check out our archives and all those social media forums. You can check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram as well. Just search for MovieGuysPod. You'll be able to find all of our social media posts and all of our future endeavors with our future episodes. The summer... Is right going on right now. This is the summer. I'm excited. This is my favorite time of the year. I'm in shorts every day. Woo! I'm having a good time. I can't wait for next week's episode for Spider-Man 2 Far From Home. So thank you so much, Eric and I, for joining me. Be back next week. Talk to you guys then.